Brad Hort talks sci-fi and magicians. Welcome back to Phil Ring, folks. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another Pure Fandom Podcast of Brad and Court Talk. I'm Brad. And I'm Court. Welcome back to Fillory. And don't let any weird slug-like creatures climb down your throat. It will be nasty. Yeah, that'd be a very bad idea because yeah. they might leave something behind that you don't want. Like, no souvenirs, please. Yeah, yeah, that's bad. However, uh, I do have an uh, idea for you for cosplay for everybody going to conventions in the uh-huh. future. It's really easily, uh, easily, that's not even a real word, really e- easy. Easily done. Easily, easily done. It is easily done. So you're going to the convention and people mm-hmm. look at you and go, what are you dressed as? I can't tell anything. I am possessed by a lamprey. I'm down with that. <laughs> then you're you can good. just wear a name tag that says lamprey. Uh, lamprey is your name tag and you're good. You're done with cosplay. Thank you very much. I, w- when you do this, send us a picture. I would like to see it. Because I think it'll be great. That's my cosplay idea for the magicians. I am a lamprey. There you go. All right. Good? You like that? I like that. That was cool. (laughs) I was working on some cosplay stuff myself. and go, God, that would be so simple to do. Okay. Yeah. So before we jump into anything else, I just want to mention this. We talked about Emily last week and how I said half her face was melted, right? Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. we were trying to remember where this was, and I went ahead and looked it up after we got done recording. So... Uh, Emily was, you know, having this thing with Mayakoski and she, he dumped her and then she thought if she could make herself more uh, beautiful, she could win him back. And her attempt at that complex and dangerous spell resulted in her disfigurement, right? So Mm -hmm. Emily's friend and admirer, Charlie Quinn, attempted to reverse the damage that she inflicted, but could not handle the magic and was ultimately consumed by it becoming a Niffin, which is, you know path that Alice went down. After the event, McCoskey repaired Emily's face and she left break bills in the world of magic behind her, attempting to move on and salvage a normal life for herself and carrying on to guilt until she met up with McCoskey again and got married. Of course. So there's that whole thing. All right. That's where we're at. I couldn't remember the exact details, but I knew she had a melted face at one time. So that's been fixed by Mikoski. So there we go. Mikoski. All right. There you go. There's your history lesson for today. All right. The more you know. <laughs> the more you know. All right. <laughs> so before we jump in, just to remind everybody to check us out over at purefandom.com and you can find our full playlist of shows, recaps, and interviews there and over at soundcloud.com as well under Pure Fandom. Also, be sure to check out some of the other great writers over at Pure Fandom. If there's a show or movie you love, someone over there is writing something amazing about it. So, Court, how can the good people reach us? You can find me on Twitter at JinDev. He's Brad CB. Be sure to follow at Pure Fandom as well. Just keep up to date on the latest articles that have been posted. Also, you can find them on Facebook. Uh, there are a couple other things over on Facebook, Brad. Do you know what they are? Besides Mark Zuckerberg? Uh, um, <laughs> there is a Muggles webpage over there. Um <laughs> There's a couple other things. I think there's some occultish webpages that deal with magic and the dark arts and stuff like that. Uh, uh Uh-huh. I'm sure there are plenty of those and also probably a lot of scams, too. Uh, But in between your searches for scams and muggles, you can find us a few times. We have a Van Helsing Pure Fandom group 
um, where you can go ahead and talk about Van Helsing if that's a show that you happen to love just like we do. It was a great season two. I think they topped season one. If you haven't seen it, check out season one over on Netflix. And I think you can still check out season two on Sci-Fi. Go watch it. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, if you just want to talk about the magicians or how many times you're going to go see Black Panther like me, you can go to our uh, Brad and Court Talk your fandom Facebook group over there where we talk about all the different TV shows, books, and whatever we happen to be binging at the moment. Right. Definitely. Uh, side note, did you ever go to Pottermore and figure out what uh, house you're in? No? No, I have not. I'm going to have to do that. You go do that. Everybody go to Pottermore.com just because it's, they mention Harry Potter all the time. Just go there. Check it out. Uh, I mean, I already think I know what house I would belong to. Yeah, which one do you think? Uh, wait a minute. I'm going now, so you talk. Uh, Gryffindor. That's where I'm at. Uh, I know I'm not Gryffindor. <laughs> Do it later. Let me know. It's it, it, They have a whole thing, a quiz that you can take over there. You find out your Patreonus as well and your wand and all sorts of stuff. They got a lot of stuff going on at Pottermore. It's really cool. For those of you who don't like Harry Potter, well, whatever. I'm just, <laughs> it's really cool. I love it. It's fun. Um, so this episode was about what? This episode was episode 303, The Losses of Magic. Uh, we had a lamprey stalking Alice for the past two months, and now we figure out exactly why he was stalking or she was stalking Alice. And, um, yeah, it's much deserved, definitely. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, <laughs> and our poor, poor, poor ship of Fillory, I can't remember that boat's name yet, uh, it's been hijacked, and it wants to be violated. Well, not it wants to be, but uh, it, another ship wants to violate our ship, and Margot's not having that shit. And the Queen of Fairies, she takes pity on Margot and the ship, and she helps out. Yes, she does. Oh, and, and something very drastic happens to Penny. We'll talk about it in a little bit. Right. It's the Munta Jack. Munt Jack? Yes. Yeah. Munt Jack. Munt Jack. Why did I? Why did I add an A to it? I have no idea. Month of Jack. I don't know what I'm thinking anymore. Been one of those days. So, this episode. I mean, we're going to start out on Earth, and then we're going to move to Fillory. It's kind of like our thing now. I'm Alice, a Hufflepuff. Huh? You're a Hufflepuff. I'm a Hufflepuff. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, you're a Hufflepuff. You knew that, though, right? I kind of knew you're a Hufflepuff. I'm just saying. That yeah. was it. Yeah. So Alice is into kitten stealing now. Just any random cat is going to not be good around her. I'm glad this one ran. Yes, this is a smart cat. Get away. She goes to visit her parents. Of course, Q called her parents when she came back, and Mom is not too happy that she uh, waited two months to come see her. Three months? Two months. Yeah. Well... Yeah, because she came back fairly around the time when things went down. Yeah, two, two and a half and, months, something like that. Yeah, like you've been alive for two months and you didn't come looking for her. She just waited to just now. Like her mother was pissed. Yeah, and she goes there and to seek her dad out because she's being chased by a lamprey. And like everybody else is asking, what did you do to the lamprey? And she never seems to want to ask answer that question because why would you? Carol is still hanging out at the house. Looks slightly different than what she did before. She uh, apparently used a whole lot of uh, magic to uh, change her appearance. Uh Uh-huh. And now I need to go back and look at her again because I remember Carol did not look like that. But, yeah, their whole entire house kind of shrank. Yeah, because magic. Just like they didn't have any, they didn't owe any tax bills for a long time. Right, because why? 
Hashtag magic science. Exactly. There we go. Uh, this is name for everything. So while Alice is there at her parents' house, she needs to go out. Uh, she quarantines everybody out and puts the plastic on the wall because the lamprey can enter any orifice on the body, including skin. <laughs> this is what makes no sense to me whatsoever in this whole thing. She wraps herself out and wraps up Quentin later on, too. Leaves her face wide open. Because if you well, wrap- maybe because she'll see it coming and she'll be able to. Um- I'm guessing so. Question mark. <laughs> Of course, if you wrap your face with plastic, don't do it. You will die. It happens. This is true. Yeah. But we find out that there was a torturing Carol because the lamprey is in her. She Carol gets mad and leaves because the cat goes meow and leaves because he's a smart cat. Quentin shows up. Uh, her dad sees that Quentin's neck moves. The next thing you know, Quentin's <laughs> gone. <laughs> Quentin's a lamprey. She goes out to find Quentin. He's in the garage, all passed out and stuff. Almost beats his head off because she gets the battery. This is the part that I loved when you were talking about they need another battery. And her parents have been around magic so long. They're like, don't they have, don't cars have batteries? You know, like no idea whatsoever what happens in the real world. Yeah. Because if something's wrong, I I actually wonder why they have a car. Unless they just. I mean, appearances. Did they just get the car? Like probably never left anywhere? Yeah. No, I would imagine that they have the car, and maybe they had a magical driver as well. Oh, yeah, I would go with that. Yeah, I would. I would take that one. So she goes out there to find Quentin, who the lamprey has left her, left him, as she almost, <laughs> you know, beat him down. Uh huh. And he's asking, dude, the lamprey didn't want to kill you and want something else from you because I could have easily killed you at one point in time. Uh-huh. And we go into this whole entire thing of why, as she, they get it back inside, why did uh, is, does the lamprey want to kill you? To which we, you know, as Alice blows up at her mother, uh, you know, she murdered the lamprey's entire family experimenting on it and did that to uh, other magical creatures as well, is what she says which we come to find out is totally a lie because she did it because the lamprey had pretty lights on it when it died and the more excruciating or longer longer the pain, the lights got brighter and prettier. Uh-huh. Yeah. So she, That was so messed up. So she was just being, yeah, when they died slower, they just the lights got brighter. So she was just evil Alice Niffin. Uh-huh. And at the end, we find out as she kills the Niffin, I mean, well, I'm just jumping straight ahead into this part. Uh, as she kills the Niffin, lamprey? we see the, we see the yeah the, the lamprey. We see the lights, and she's just kind of mesmerized and kind of you know has that little smileish thing going on. Mm, oh wow! And Maybe she, some of the Niffin is still there. I think it's some of the evil Alice that was always there is just there. It's you know it's it's right there. She doesn't care about anything really. I mean, she's. Gah. Pretty yeah. lights. Pretty, pretty lights. See, I, I, I think she cares about Q and her family as well. But one, she didn't want to leave the, the lamprey there, maybe. And two, like she didn't want to go to where the lamprey would think to look for her first. Maybe it was more of that than the former. It could be. I, I, just, I think she's just kind of 
she's got evil inside her. That's just the darkness <laughs> from the lamprey. I mean, uh-huh. from, the, from being the Niffin. And the lamprey is the only one who has tracked her down. She's done this to other magical creatures. So there's like this whole entire universe of creatures out there that want to take her out. Oh, definitely. So, so there's plenty more where that came from, huh? Yeah, it's a never-ending story. And, you know, we after she electrocutes everybody, you find out Dad's a lamprey. And the lamprey basically says, you know, you killed my entire family. And, by the way, your dad's probably not going to make it because he has a heart thing going on. Of that course, was so messed up. He's gone. Honestly, with this whole entire thing, how it ended with her father dying and mm-hmm. her mother mad, I don't. We'll never see her mother again. And I think this chapter of her is written off. Be- oh, for sure. Because she was really like, only there for her father, anyhow. Yeah, like she was never close to our mother anyway. Right. So it, it was a good way to wrap that whole thing up mm-hmm. and kind of give her some more um, material to build on, some anger, some annoyance, and also more or less to find out that she was not nice at all as a Niffin. At all. And we know Niffins aren't nice anyhow, but now we know she was just killing this entire species just because it's got pretty lights. <laughs> That's just messed up. Just, yeah, so much messed up. Okay, so back on Earth. Who, who else we have back on Earth? We have um, Penny. Katie, Penny and Katie and Julia. Uh-huh. Katie is going to call a demon because that sounds good. That worked out well the first time. Yeah. Always good to call a demon. Well, no, they called a god the first time. Well, anytime. Yeah. But I like the fact that, um, like, when she's talking to Julia about it, she's like, I, I know you probably don't want to do this because of what happened the last time. And then, despite it all, she's like, um, no, I'm going to be there with you. I'm going to do this. Like, I know they're having troubles right now, but, like, that's, that's her best friend. Right. I love that. But, you know, gives her a list of things. Go get this. You know, you need a lamb femur and everything else. Julia's out and gets stuff and gives money to a homeless lady, right? Uh-huh. Who grabs her and eyes her all back and uh-huh. says, you have missed the signs that we've been giving you, and now we're going to have to push her, push you? Uh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Who yeah. is this? I don't know. I mean, could it have some connection to Our Lady Underground? It's the signs. Is it her magic that she's doing? I'm thinking it's her magic she's being able to do. It's gotta be the magic. But what is it? Is it her? Yeah, exactly. Is it her Is it her lady that's doing this and pushing it? Somewhere God touching is being involved in this. And But she says nothing to no one because why would you? Right? Yeah, she doesn't know anything yet. She, she, like, she would need a lot more information. I know. I think that was a good thing to start with. Uh, by the way, this person grabbed me, but who, did, who can she really trust? Well, not even who can she really trust. Like, what else is there to say? Somebody grabbed me and said, you're not doing what you need to be doing. Yeah, she rolled her eyes okay. back. It was a you know, crazy old lady. I I don't know. I, just, I love the fact that there's that point. We've been wondering why Julia has a little bit of magic. So now we have this other push, something else. It's right there. You know. So it's more than she's God-touched? Yeah. I. She It could still be that she's God-touched. I don't know, but somebody... Uh, well, it would be more because somebody is giving her stuff. As a result of her being God-touched, I think it helps her out. She may have had some, something left over, but the gods, the lesser gods, the demigods, whoever is kind of pushing her to bring it back. Like there's mm-hmm. a, uh, a faction against the 
older gods. Uh-huh. Who wants magic brought back into the world because it affects the way their worship or something. You know, gods yeah. who, who... We can see Bacchus the, again. Bring him back. Right, yeah. Gods who re, who lived on the magic that humans created for him aren't doing so well anymore. True. Right? I, that's what I think. It's something of that nature. Okay, so... Well, we have plenty of time to find out. Oh, yes, but it needs to hurry up. I need more. We're on episode 3B. We I got know. a while to go. I, it's okay. I'm still saying, I, I just want to marathon everything right now. Okay, <laughs> Penny is looking really, 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 really rough. He is. And he is pretty much on death's door, which is never good at all. And the two of them call the demon. Mm-hmm. Um, they conjure Astros. Astros? No, not Astros. How do you say? How do you say the name? Uh, I, I don't know, bro. Okay, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> the two of them conjure. Uh, I believe it was Astros. Astros with an E, because you know the other with an A is his brother or whatever. Which I got to kick out of that whole part. Who goes over and does some surgery on Penny? Sticks his very fingers, painful. Vi- yeah, sticks his fingers in there, and does this thing very creepy. Pulls out the uh, infection or the 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 not the infection but the uh, cancer cancer that was inside of him. It's a uh, juicy. Yeah. I'll save this for later. <laughs> uh, please don't let him keep any parts of Penny. And yeah, it, well. When he's doing the surgery, this is the part that cracked me up. When he's doing it, uh, Penny Astral projects, and he looks back. He goes, oh, don't blame me, bro. <laughs> yeah, like I'd definitely do the same thing, too, if I could. He looks back and says, actually, you Astral projected, too. It's like, no shame, bro. Yeah, that was the best part. Because why would you want to stick in your own body? Because it kind of sucks, because apparently it hurts a lot. Right. Those surgeries are bad. And... At the end of it, he pulls it out. Everything's good. But Penny doesn't seem to be reviving. However, he's still outside of his body. Mm-hmm. And that is a whole thing. He said, oh, looks like it was too late. But Penny's not inside his body, so he would be, need to be inside his body in order to regain stuff. I mean, regain consciousness. That was my thing. Is he not able to go back into his body now? Is where I'm kind of at. He was not being, he, he wasn't able to get back inside. All right. So he actually projected, and when he did, his body itself was still alive and breathing on its own. Right. And now his body, his, the shell is not alive anymore. Like I, the heart stopped. No, I, the shell is still alive. I thought. No, so. the shell, the shell is dead. I thought the shell was still alive. He just couldn't get back in. No, the shell is dead. Like like Penny basically died, and his soul spirit is actual projecting. Okay, so he's still in. Uh, he's still bound to work at the library. Yes, because if you remember, his contract said dead and alive. So this will be able somehow. He'll be able to get another body. Or I have more no idea how this is going to work. Yeah. Or if it's going to be like um, what we saw Elliot do last season where he was able to uh, build another vessel for himself so uh, that he could travel. This is true, yeah. Or Fillory, get some magic wood. This is true. 
That'll make it happen too. Put some skin or on somehow it. reverse things. I don't know. Yeah. Like well, they'll figure it out. And even if they don't figure it out, like Penny is still with us in some way. Right. He's still around. And the magic exists. So they'll be able to find a way to make him a corporeal, even though he died. Yeah. So a lot of death in this one. So on to fillery. Uh, I love Tick saying the fillery islands don't like to be mapped. So sometimes they move. <laughs> That's like the castles, if you remember. Yeah. Yeah, we don't like it. We're moving right now. Uh, they, <laughs> they had the pirates are attacking them, and uh, Frey is a little confused about the pirates. Uh, Finn is ready to take them on, you know. Finn is a badass. Don't mess with her family. Yeah, and but Elliot sees a keyhole, and it's a good thing he has a key and puts the key in, and there's a door. Yeah, that, that keyhole hadn't been there before. No. Interesting it was on a boat also. Hmm. Yeah. Margot, <laughs> we talk about Tick and his mansplaining. Oh, boy. <laughs> I am a he th- man. He thinks it's a good thing. I am a man, so I'm explaining it to you. Maybe you could <laughs> woman-splain it to me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he just kept digging it deeper and deeper. He doesn't know anybody. He's trying to gather these words that they use all the time. He's like, he has no idea in the concept. No. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> I'm trying. He did. He really did try. Did she just call us dickholes? I don't know. <laughs> I, what does that mean? I don't know. Uh, no. He, what do you got? Oh, no, I was just going to say, so we find out, I think we talked about this a little bit earlier, that uh, the pirate ship has decided that it wants to meet with uh What's the ship called? I can't remember again. Uh, the Montajac. The Montajac. It's a female. And apparently it doesn't want to give her a choice. No. So basically it wants permission to rape their ship. Right. That's what she, you know, Margot finds out about after, well, she talked to the queen fairy, the fairy let the Pegasus take him over there to get to the ship. So she could make, you know, it helps with the mushroom fields. And of course. she finds out about this because that's the way the pirates want to make it happen is, you know, we can't leave our ship, your ship. They got to do a thing. And, and then she flirts with Margot too. Well, yeah. Well, Margot's, you don't mess with uh, Margot to destroy her. She'll take you out. Basically. So we find out, Tick kind of explains the whole thing about the mating of the ships and how, okay, I was... Hold on. Yeah. It was a little weird on the mating of the ships because how did these ships come into existence otherwise? I don't know. I thought ships were built, but apparently are, do ships mate in this world and reproduce? And this is what is I was... Yeah, this is where I was a little confused about. I was like, okay, so... But we find out that the mating of the ships is basically, you know, the... Monojack would basically be raped is what it is. Yeah, after and she'd this, have PTSD and she would not be herself anymore. Right. And Margo was not down for that. Yeah, after all that happens, the ships are not the same. So I don't is it seems like a really weird way to produce ships. I was wondering if it was kind of like Farscape and Moya, you know, if you watch mm-hmm. Farscape and Moya, the the living ship had a baby, Leviathan. Mm-hmm. And I uh, no, was it Le- Leviathan? I can't remember. It's been a while. But it's the same theory. It was like a living sentient biomechanical ship. And yeah, and I don't think it would. I don't think it has to be rape. Like if she wanted to go along with it, she could go along with it without it being rape. 
Oh yeah, we we don't know enough about it though. I mean, it's the whole thing. It was just really kind of. But weird. the way they explained it, like she wouldn't want to go along with it. Well, it seems that none of them want to go along with it. That's what okay. that's what ticks it. Any any time this happens, a lot of ships never set sail correctly and go into dry dock forever and stuff like that, and have some massively PTSD. And so, you know, Mario's not down with that and goes to talk to the heart of the ship. And huh? says, I don't want to make you do this. And the queen, the fairy queen is listening behind her. Uh-huh. And takes heed of her, what she says. I mean, takes pity on the ship or whatever. Kills off all the pirates to stop it from happening. So, yeah, the other ship won't leave now. Or are they just going to, like, is the other ship just going to fall along behind? I mean, he can follow along uh, behind as long as he wants to, as long as he doesn't mess with their ship. Yeah, you know, like a horny little teenager just walking around. Hey! <laughs> or maybe they'll take it back to Fillory. Well, I, I, from what the pirates said, the ship wasn't going to leave. Well, the fairies can make it leave. Well, the fairy left. The fairy said, screw it, I'm out. It'll take you a week to come back home. Which, by the way, we have Tick uh, talking about how he uh, can, he, you know, he's a great pickpocket. And he could get Margot's eye back for her, which he does. He pickpockets... Uh-huh. The Fairy Queen. That guy's got a set right there, let me tell you. He's so valuable. It doesn't really pan out that well, though, because, you know, uh, the other guy there had the song stuck into his head, which he hates, which is going to drive him crazy. Uh-huh. Margot does not give up either one of them. Goes, the Fairy Queen wants her eye back so she can keep an eye on her. Margot crushes her own eye. That was pretty badass. It was. She's totally committed. She is the queen of Fillory. There, there's no she. Margot will never go back to Earth. I mean, eventually. I don't see it. I think she is committed to this land. No, 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 no. When I say eventually, like to visit. Mm. Right, but I don't see her ever. You know, going back there to live. Oh no, no! Like she is the queen of Fillory. She is High Queen Margot the Destroyer. That's all. Exactly. You don't mess with her, and she'll, you know, take the eye back. And that's where the Fairy Queen leaves her because you got a week to get back. So think about what you've done and all this other stuff. That's fine with me because she gets to hang out with her best friend. Yeah. Which, however, Elliot's gone. They have no idea where Elliot's at. Yeah, but he has the key, so he can make it back, or they'll meet up with him at the next rendezvous, wherever they're going for the next key. And I'm sure that she'll find out also that there was a key, and you know they didn't plan the whole thing out, that he's hiding somewhere. Well, I think eventually poor little Frey is going to have to figure out who she's loyal to, and I think it's going to end up being her parents. Well, I think that may take a while. She, there's still a double cross in there. She's, she's going to do something crazy. Uh, we have a whole season for her to get loyal with her parents. She's a, or for her to get turned back into a baby, which would be so she's cute. She's an angsty teenager. She's going to do something. Yeah, she's going to stay an angsty teenager. I can't see them doing too many babies on this show. She's going to get mad. Because remember, that we talked about this last season, where I couldn't see them having babies around too much. So I was worried about poor Finn. No, I don't either. But I still think she's going to do something, and it's going to... There'll be a, like a... She'll go back against the Fairy Queen and then back, back. Mm-hmm. She's going to switch sides a few times. That's at least what I'm thinking. Uh, she's going to switch sides a couple of times, but like I said, her ultimate loyalty would be with her parents. Yeah. Well, now, Finn isn't someone I don't trust. No, you don't trust Finn? 
I'm not going to trust Finn because she's going to do whatever it takes to keep her kid. Oh, I see that. Yeah, the fairy queen could play that against her. I will take your child if you do not tell me what your uh, husband is doing. Exactly. However, you know, Marga is still playing the fairy queen also, so there's that. Right. She's got him out of that idea. You know, if the pirates come against us, well, there's other people who can mine your mushrooms and everything else. I don't know. I love this episode. I. Oh, me too. I... Uh, I like the last episode, but I really like this one. It's like every episode is getting better. So there's that. Like the reason the last episode is an MVP for me is just because of the pop culture talk. But this episode was pretty good. Like we got to see everybody. Um, oh, no, that was the first episode. Yeah, that was the first episode. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, this episode was really good. No, it's I. I'm, there wasn't enough Elliot, though. I agree. Not enough Elliot. Never enough Elliot. There was a lot of good Mario, though. Yes. I love Margo. Margo is, you know, she she's my go-to character. Don't make me pick and choose between Elliot and Margo, people. No, I'm I'm telling you, the Elliot and Margo show, that's all I need to watch. I'm good. <laughs> I'm, I'm fine with that. I'm good with it. It's good. All right. Uh, anything else? No. I'm just excited for next week. All right. Me too. So excited. If you're not there already, head on over to purefandom.com and, f- and check out some of the excellent artists over there. A lot of great fandom. If there's a movie or show that you love, somebody over there is writing something amazing about it. Until next time, no means no, whether you're a ship or a person. That's it for this episode. Head on over to purefandom.com for more awesome content.